Let's Roll. This is Counter Charge, your podcast for all things Kings of War. as they delve into the world of Mantica and bring you in-depth coverage of all things Kings of War. Welcome to Countercharge, I'm Rob Fanuff. Tonight, we catch up with longtime friend of the show and mutual lover of all things 10mm, Chris Ward from Cigar Box Battles. Chris updates us on the current range from Cigar Box Battles, which currently includes over 100 patterns. Along the way, we get a few details for their upcoming Kickstarter for double-sided mats launching in September. We close out the show by moving the discussion into our mutual passion of 10mm Kings of War. Huge thanks to Chris for taking the time out of his busy schedule at NashCon to sit down with me and catch up, and we hope we do it again real soon. I'm here at TNT. I got a longtime friend of the show, Chris Ward from Cigar Box Battle Mats. How are you doing, Chris? Yeah, thanks. Thanks for having me, Rob. It's been a long time. Why don't you start us off with a little bit of a history lesson on Cigar Box? Because it's probably been three or four years since you've been on. Yeah, sure. So Cigar Box Battle Mats was founded in 2015. Uh, We basically started um, a company that was creating a new type of battle mat. we, we knew that the neoprene and the mouse pad mats existed out there. We knew that PVC plastic mm-hmm. mats existed. Yep. <clears throat> and we also knew that paper uh, yep. mats existed. And one of the things that we really wanted to accomplish was we wanted to create a product that would allow uh, our customers to take hills and uh, other elevated terrain and place it underneath the mats so that the mats could lay over top of them and create a uniform look from right. one side of the p- battlefield to the other and uh, give give you a, a look that has hills and undulations, but they're all the same style. Right. So sometimes you see battlefields where the battlefield's laying out and the hill is set on top of it and the hill has a bright green flock, but the battlefield might have like a, a dark green or a gray underlayment, right? So uh, it, it basically makes your battlefield a lot more photogenic. Absolutely. A lot prettier to look at. Um, and we have since then developed over a hundred designs. <laughs> Every uh, time I go to your website, it's like, because I, I probably have at this point like 10 or 15 of them. Every time I go, there's like, oh, Chris designed five more layouts. <laughs> okay, cool. Well, basically, uh, our goals with, with Cigar Box Battle Mats were to create something that is extremely lightweight and portable. They fold up about the size of a, a kitchen towel, you know. They're made out of a polar fleece fabric, so they don't have a rigid a portion of the product that keeps it, you know, like a mouse pad mat has the rubber underneath. And it gets wrinkly. It could, like, yours is always perfectly smooth. Yeah, so ours is made out of a fleece that you can, you can stick it in a, you can wad it up, put it in a box, stick it in your garage, keep it there all summer long in the heat, come back to it in the wintertime, pull it out of the box, uh, sling it on the table, stretch it a little bit, and there's no wrinkles. Right, you it's know, perfectly it's, smooth. It's just always going to look And one of the things I like about it is the material itself, it gives a, I don't know how to explain it, but there's something between your art style and the material itself. It gives like this... I'm looking at a historical picture. I don't know. There's something about it that's yeah. it's different than what you see from the neoprene mats or the PVC mats. 
So and I don't know what that is, but there's something to your style. Well, I appreciate that. There's, um, it started out being very illustrated looking, and then we kind of moved to something that looked a little more photogenic, and now we've just kind of found this place in the middle that, you know, if you've seen uh, the mouse pad mats, then uh, you're seeing the level of quality that we're going to bring to you as far as the artwork. Um, but it's just going to be on a different material that is uh, basically going to make the terrain not look... Uh, well, it's going to look pretty. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Gavin Gossett's a big fan of pretty looking... Gavin's a great guy. Yeah. Yeah. Here local in the Nashville area. So. He's the one that put me... I think the very first time I seen one of your mats was with Gavin. Yes, yeah, back when he was uh, uh, peddling Kings of War stuff. Yeah, yeah, and so he was always like, we're going to have a grand old time, our table's going to look beautiful. Yeah. And it's going to look amazing. You know, and, and one of the things he pointed out to us that, real quick was that uh, a lot of times our products just save time. You know, this it, you throw them on the table, you know, within seconds you're ready to go. Well, so. like your, your, your mats... Are your cloths? They just—it's almost like in some cases you don't need to add anything because you have trees and you have fields and you know what I'm saying? I mean, like it's almost yeah. like a complete design. So we've got designs that are very generic uh, that have nothing but have a landscapes uh, uh, like a climate to them, right? So right. you have a uh, maybe uh, maybe one is a lush green grass, maybe right. one is a desert. You know, you've seen like. The selections that are available. We should mention you've got some that are designed to be cut apart yes. to, for terrain, which is a really cool concept. Yeah, so we uh, we kind of came out with the very first one we ever did was probably the first one in the industry. There's a game called DBA or Debellus Antiquitatis, and basically that game requires small uh, pieces of terrain that are cut out to represent a swamp or a hill or a uh, a piece of brush. Uh, rough terrain, hard-going terrain, easy-going terrain, right? So uh, basically, we created a supplemental mat that would allow you to cut those pieces out and use them for DBA, but that turned into another uh, couple of products. One of them is a, we have a large mat that's uh, available that has cut out roads and rivers if you want to customize your own roads. Absolutely. Um, so, well, and that's a big thing, right? Because some of your mats have roads, mm -hmm. and that's cool if they're pre-printed, but maybe you want the flexibility to put your roads where you want them to be. Right, exactly. What's the tip for cutting out those? I would say, I would advise to use a pair of scissors. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. That's a top tip from Chris yeah. Ward to you from yeah, Starbucks so, Battle Mats. Yeah, so just our, a really good pair of scissors. Our fleece on our standard polar fleece mats um, does not fray when you cut it with right. scissors. So you just cut it. And typically what I do is I'll just uh, cover the edges of the fleece with a flock or a ballast or something, you know, Yeah. Uh, make it look more blended. Or in. you mean like just pour it in? Yeah, like loosely launch the table set up. You just kind of—that's like an old war gamer, right? It's historical. It's an old school war gaming. Yeah, that's cool though. tactic, right? For, yeah, for it makes it look awesome. Look good. So you guys have been around a while. You've got a lot of different designs, and also maybe mention you have that other style of material that's got a little bit more texture. Is that right? Yeah. So uh, in a, about two or three years ago, we did a Kickstarter uh, where we uh, promoted our first plush product. And we printed them double-sided, right? Yep. And you could order any of our designs on one side and any of our designs on the other, with the exception at the time of uh, the winter designs. Is that because white is, if they're printing the other side, it'll come through and show on the winter? Yeah, so the, the fabric that we were using at the time, the ink would bleed through, so we just kind of cut the winter designs out of contention there for people to select from. Yeah. 
However, uh, we have an upcoming Kickstarter that's going to start uh, sometime in September of this year. So over and the next month. And this will be Kickstarter number three for you guys? Yeah, yeah. And they've all been incredibly successful. Oh, yeah. We're very grateful for that. Love our customers. And uh, basically this Kickstarter, we found a new uh, cloth, uh, a new material that allows uh, for us to do the winter designs um, in combination with any other design, even like a dark space design on the other side with no uh, no ink bleed through. That's fantastic. So, and basically like all of these mats are made, right? Uh, every company, every one of these companies that makes battle mats, they're a printed product. So, yeah. so basically there's gonna be paper or uh, fleece or nylon or some, some sort of material that is then printed, right? We're basically gonna be the only company that we know of that uh, has the flexibility to be able to provide you a battle mat with any of our designs on both sides. Yeah, because a lot of, of times, mats. if they have like a neoprene that has two sides or a PVC mat or whatever, they, they have specific patterns they've selected for that run. And because of the way your manufacturing is set up, I guess, you have the flexibility to print on demand this two sets of patterns. Correct. And, and, you know, so I know some other companies may have like a, a grass on one side and a desert on the other, mm-hmm. and that's a pretty standard combination, right? right? Um, our, our mats, because of how we're doing them for this Kickstarter, you're going to be able to get any combination of any of our products that are available in the Kickstarter yeah. on either side of your mat, and it's going to be your choice. Um, that's a big deal. That is a big deal. Because people... You, everybody's going to pay, a, you know, all these mats are expensive. Well, they're not expensive, but I mean, most mats are, they're an investment. Yeah. And to be able to tailor make, you know, this is what I want for this side and this, that's a, I mean, some somebody might want space and water. I don't right. know. Absolutely. Could be snow and desert. Right? So we've had some feedback uh, from, from our customers on the things that they might be interested in, and they've just been, had some brilliant ideas. Um, some people have decided that what they're going to do is they're going to order a design of ours that has wider rows for 25, 28 millimeter scale models. Uh, and on the other side, they're going to ro- order the same design with the thinner roads for a smaller scale, 10 millimeter or 15 millimeter, the same design, and they'll be able to uh, use a greater set of, of figures to play with, right? Um, which I th- uh, first time I heard that. I That's was like, great. And we should mention, uh, you guys, you have mats that have they're designed for 15 or 20 millimeter size, and yeah. you've got roads that you know. And usually it's the roads and the trees and stuff that are a little different. Yeah, the, yeah mainly yeah. the roads, I guess. It's possible. It's mostly the roads. So, like, for instance, some famous uh, or not famous, but some popular games might be like uh, Kings of War <laughs> yeah. versus like a Flames of War. Right. 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 So, Flames of War is going to be a smaller scale figure, 15 millimeter figure. Yeah. Um, we offer mats that have thinner roads that look more realistic for use with Flames of War. Right. But we may have the same design, just that, just with just a with a thicker road. What's interesting though is like on that smaller smaller scale, it's a trail in 28 millimeters, right? Right. But it's a road, so it still works. But it's and also you guys have other, you guys still have hexes, right? You can have some some other things that you can add to the mat design, yeah. like for BattleTech, for example. Yeah, exactly. So so. There are, uh, if you go to our website, uh, the web store is actually cigarboxbattle.store.bigcartel.com. Uh, so It'll be in the show notes. Yeah. 
And so basically you go to the store and you look on any product page and if there are variations of the mat that can be available, there'll be a drop down menu on the product page that'll show you the availability of uh, the different options. Sometimes you can get a design that has uh, one inch, two inch, three inches, or four inch hexes. And there's some designs that are more universal that we might put a four to six inch grid on depending on what you want. So right. just check for availability, see if, it's some, if there's something that you would want. And if there's something that you don't have, Chris at cigarboxbattlemats.net yeah. <laughs> or dot, dot, dot com. Dot yeah. com. Yeah, so so it's, it's Chris at cigarboxbattle.com. Yeah, yeah. Just let me know. Or just info at cigarboxbattle.com. Absolutely. You know, we'll, we'll all and get some, some ideas. Yeah. yeah. Throw, throw the ideas at us. We love to hear them. We want to hear what people are interested in. Uh, th- just this past year, uh, we had a lot of feedback, people interested in uh, a skirmish size island for like a blood and plunder type of thing. And right here at the show, you see it hanging right over there. Islands. And that's amazing because it's a four by six table. One thing yeah. we didn't mention, and this is a, a really interesting thing, your, your, your mats are actually a little bit bigger than four by six, right? Right. And so you actually have some more play than just, does that make sense? Our, we build our mats larger than four by six because people like to put the stuff underneath the mats. Correct, right? and you're so going to overhang them. the table, and it's right. Pull kind of pulls it tight. Yeah, so we got extra fabric there. So in in the event that you put a really high hill underneath your mat, you're not going to be uh, playing on a smaller Correct. surface than four Correct. by six, right? But I'm it's looking at your new up. mat, and it's like a giant ocean. That's got to be like a four foot island in the middle of the mat. It's awesome. Yeah, so like 28 millimeter figure skirmish yeah. games, I mean, right? you could have totally totally blood and plunder. I yeah. mean, that's exactly what would be perfect for that. Exactly. If you go to our Facebook page, there's examples. Uh, we have people all the time who send us uh, photographs of their games that they're doing, and we love to share with the community uh, the games that our customers are, are creating. One time we, uh, just as a very creative example of what people can do with our mats, you know, we talked about having the hills underneath the mats yeah. to create undulations and, and ups and downs in the surface area, right? So there was one example we got that got sent to us um, a while back where a gentleman had uh, taken hills and placed them underneath an ocean mat and then had the ships going up and down inside the oh, o- that's <laughs> inside the waves. It, it just looked so realistic. It was right. unbelievable. Um, and you just can't do that with a mouse pad. No, no I mean, they all, this is this is the... the the benefit of this mat. Yeah, it's if this, you want that very, very evocative, thematic, pulls you into the game. If you want super awesome photographs of your, I mean, games. bolt action, right, <laughs> is great. Yeah, Flames of War, um, Kings of War, yeah, Warhammer, Age of Sigma, whatever. You guys, you have space too. You have space. You've got. Yep. So you're pretty much covering. I mean, like you said, you have 100 designs. Are you gonna run out? Oh, no, 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 never. I mean, we've got a laundry list of, of, of uh, suggestions that have come from customers that, you know, even just being at a convention like we are today, people walk up to the booth and say, hey, you know, you really should do fill in the blank, right? And they come up with all these amazing things that they want to do. And you get to just do. do it. Yeah. Does it take you a long time to make the to make the artwork? We do quite a few a year, right? Yeah. Like, for, the, for instance, the upcoming Kickstarter. So uh, our Kickstarter's are really interesting in that what gets re- uh, what gets released as you go through like these goals, right? Yeah, um, is basically new designs that become available for order. So our our Kickstarter is going to release at least ten new designs that people can have to order. So if you think about that throughout the year, we're probably releasing fifteen, you know, one over a design a month, basically yeah. uh, that's coming to market just as a teaser for. 
for, uh, for your listeners. Uh, this Kickstarter is going to have um, a number of new designs. One of them is going to be a grand-scale looking uh, futuristic city for um, for an going to be for uh, Adeptus Titanicus kind of Oh, game. that's fantastic. So, yes, and so we're going to have one of those. We're going to have like a, a modern uh, uh, Middle Eastern city ruins uh, for people who want to do uh, Middle Eastern warfare. We're yeah. going to have um, like the same design that's done in more grays and silver tones, which is going to be for like Eastern Bloc Europe uh, warfare. Um, we're going to have uh, one that we call the Highlands, which is basically a very lush green uh, design. And then we're going to have uh, some new shades of green versions of basic design. You already have like 40 different color greens, man. We, Muddy soil and we are the, winter scrubland. And <laughs> yeah, we've, we've just got a ton of them. And so pretty much if you're going for a specific look, you're probably going to be able to accommodate yourself. Exactly. Yeah. Something we should touch on is one of the things you guys do artistically is you don't put things on the mat. You don't have like bullet shells. You don't you don't put things on the mat that are going to make them very specific. They're very generic yeah. use, use, from a usability standpoint. So there's just not a lot of unless it's like a futuristic alien planet city right. thing. There's just not a lot of man-made objects. That's that the are, word. That's we had that to put on our yeah. designs. Yeah. Um, and the reason is, is because we know that there are a lot of great companies that make a lot of great uh, supplemental products, like buildings and ruins and cool, you know, things like uh, futuristic shipping containers and and so we're not going to put that on our mats so that your stuff can look realistic and, and stand out as well you right. want you want this to be the backdrop in some ways the frame it's the you're building this beautiful painting table and this is the the, the yeah, perfect I accent mean, we know that as gamers you guys are are and I say you guys cuz I'm a gamer too you know we we're building all this from the ground up right yeah we just want to give you the ground exactly <laughs> well and that's a good point cuz you know you add trees and stuff and we had buildings and we had but you've got just enough detail and there's something about your color tones that just uh, I don't know it's it's more of a muted or it's got this this really organic feel to you look at some of the fat mats and stuff out there and it's just different it's more stark and, and it may be the material you're using itself just kind of diffuses the color a little bit and just yeah makes it look almost like a like a painting uh, it's hard it's hard yeah. for me to describe it and I would recommend you go look at you because you guys have great photos on your website yeah and you can also go to um, if you if you're on Instagram you can go to at CBB pics CBB pics P-I-C-S right so um, that's that's our Instagram page and basically there's just a lot of customer submitted beautiful photographs of amazing <laughs> use of our battle mats um, so I think for most gamers that are ex- that have played on in tournaments or things, played on um, maybe like a, a, a mouse pad mat or a PVC mat, this is just going to be kind of a new world for them and be able to basically open up the gates of your imagination. Well, the customization that you guys can do that not a lot of other people have that ability to do, right? You can really, like you said, these double-sided mats and 100 patterns... Yeah, so this, whatever you want is you've got it. I can't think of a mat you don't already have. Oh, but a well, Titanicus gonna... was one that you that yeah. threw out there. I never thought about it, but yeah, 
okay. And there's, there's going to be years worth of more that we just can't imagine right now that are going to come. But see, right? that's the best part. Your customers are telling you what yes, they want. Yes, exactly. And then you go, okay, well, if they're telling me, that means there's a market. That means it's worth me investing the time in creating the artwork. Let's yeah, do we, it. we get requests, you know, for very obscure, you know, things like, can you do the War of Vietnam Hamburger Hill? And, <laughs> and I, got, I start thinking to myself, so a, like a bald stone hill? Who's <laughs> Okay, maybe, you know, right. but... Well, you, I mean, you also want it to be marketable, right? So you got to right. think about, is this really a saleable item? Yeah. I mean, I guess because you are not having to buy a huge amount of these, not making a thousand run, you have some license to just, all right, let's just, let me, let me ask you this, is there one that you and Corey ever wanted? And I should say Corey's the other member of uh, Sogar Box Battles. So you're asking, are there designs Is there ones for that you that just, you just, you just want to do it? You don't care if it's going to sell or not. Oh, you yeah. You just want to do it. Yeah, absolutely. For me, it was, um, we have a design that's called Muddy Baron, and it's kind of like a muddy, broken earth. Yep. And I just wanted that because I love... I So at home, I have this huge uh, Warhammer 40K orc army that just looked like it was going to get dirty. Right. And, and I made this mat just so that they could look awesome on it. Yeah. And, uh, and then what I found was that exact same mat makes my uh, skirmish 25-millimeter western t- old west town... Uh, games dirty look, and look great. fantastic, right? right? So uh, that that has to be absolutely my favorite. Yeah. Does Corey, um, does Corey have one? Yeah. So uh, Corey is a big fan of like the European fields. He's a uh, you, and you guys have a lot of mats that have you know uh, specific battlefields, right? Yep. That, that yep. are from history. Yeah, we've got a whole line that's basically uh, American Civil War based. We've got a whole. Uh, we've got uh, four or five designs that were made specifically for Napoleonic warfare, and then we've got some uh, a generic uh, sets of, of designs that are European fields, European roads, crossroads. Uh, basically, if you can imagine a battle happening in Europe, you can probably do it Absolutely. on one of our maps, right? Yeah. Um, so that's mainly for the the historical gamer. Um, which a lot of your listeners might cross over into that genre. There's historical kings of war. There's guys playing. Right. Yeah. Right. There's 30 armies in that book, and I'm sure they're not all playing Mongols. Yeah. And some could, some could be playing some That's Romans right. and some other stuff. We've we've got designs that are um, that have a river going through the center of the map. And you have different widths of rivers, right? Yes. Yeah. So we, that's a weird thing too. Like you can think about depending on the scale you're in. Do I want a four inch river? Do I want you know? Well, you know, when we were making the rivers, it was funny because we would we would throw the designs back and forth at each other, Corey and I would, and and we would say things to each other like, "Oh, well, you know what? Our buddy David, who does these uh, American Civil War ironclad battles, he wants a river that's the full width of the mat, just right? all one just big river, all river, yeah." <laughs> and then, but then there's some people who do like uh, French and Indian War who want maybe like an 18 inch river, some kind of age of sail. There's all kinds of exactly. So uh, we, we, it drives us to when we think about others and what they would like. It drives us to come up with new options, new Absolutely. designs, right? Yeah. So we've just been very uh, fortunate that. And you're growing every year too. It's you know. Oh yeah. I mean, you guys. Every time I see you guys, there's always people at your booth buying mats, buying <laughs> mats, buying mats. We're slinging them all over the place. That's right. And <laughs> Kickstarter. Do we know early September, late September? Do we have a? 
we're probably the middle, middle and of where, where's the best place to find out is that your Facebook page yeah or? it's going to be the Facebook page so if you go uh, just search Cigar Box Battle or Cigar Box Battle Mats uh, on Facebook it'll bring you to the group you'll get to the page um Go ahead and like our page, and you'll get updates. Basically, I mean, there's 3,000 people that are they, liking our yeah, page. Yeah, you guys are real popular. A lot of fans of your stuff out there. Yeah, and uh, I think the biggest benefit of going to the Facebook page, even beyond like finding out about the Kickstarter, would be just seeing the creativity that other people have exhibited in using our mats. New ways to use the mats. And if you haven't tried it, where you put the, you know, it could just be a book underneath right. to make a hill, it changes the dynamic. I mean, it looks really, yeah, really good. Because when mean, you see the line of sights going down a hill or something, it, you if know, you got a true line of sight game, that is, yeah, you literally have the undulations in the valley. You know, it's right, all there, right. right? And it's just, it looks evocative. It looks awesome. Well, you know, and and if you if you're out there and you do use our mats, you know, send us pictures of your games. We love to see them. We love to share them. We love to show other people how creative you can get and. Um, it just it, it blows us away every day when we see uh, the ingenuity of, of gamers, right? And I know Nick Bogart is running Clash of Spears here, and I know you guys gave him got, got him hooked up, so he's got a cool looking mat. Yeah, he's uh, he's using uh, one that we call Streets of Pompeii, which is basically like a, a clay cobblestoneish look for uh, ancient games, and uh, he he just. He saw it, and he was like, oh, i got to have that. So, yeah. You know. No, it's perfect. NashCon, you've been to a lot of these. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we were coming to NashCon before we were Cigar Box Battle. Uh, Just coming to play games. Yeah. And I think I mean, maybe the first time we met, you, I don't remember. It's been a while. It's been a while. 2016, yeah. maybe? It's been a long time. Yeah. Maybe even before that. Well, I, I know we've always uh, enjoyed listening to your program, and, and uh, I've, I've had a good time talking with you, whether it's about the battle mats or whether it's about... 10 millimeter models. Uh, you know, I, that's where my passion is. So, yeah, at, so, so. And th- for those who don't know, it's Chris's fault that I have obsessed. I mean, that's just what I've painted. I have twice as much of that at home, just not painted yet. <laughs> Back in, I think, 2016, we ran a Kings of War event. He's like, hey, have you tried Kings of War in 10 millimeter? And for those who don't listen, I'll put it in the link to the show notes. You've been on the show talking about this. Yeah. Our club said, okay, we're playing Kings of War in 28 millimeter, but we're also going to do this other thing. Okay, I got, I've got Varnger, I've got Indian elephants, and so, you know, Magister Militarum, whatever models yeah. we want to use. War, Ma- of course, I picked Warmaster, which turned out to be an expensive proposition. But <laughs> we found a starter box for forty-five bucks. Yeah, and they're super accessible. Like you can find them on eBay all yeah. the time. Yeah, so. I mean, even though they they might end up running you a little bit more. Yeah, the sculpts are really good. I. I I, I mean, I'm I'm biased. Those sculpts are great. Yeah, and the, the, and you the, the Warmaster ones from GW back in the day. Yeah, late '90s. Exactly. You, you gotta you gotta think. You know, I know all Kings of War uh, uh, players. They they love that uh, mass ranked uh, feel of, of of lots of different absolutely on one base. Right. Um, it just makes you feel like you're being a part of a big battle. Right, and and at this scale, it just kind of takes it to another level. It kind of feels like the battle that you were looking at. You're now looking at it from half a mile, even higher up in the air. Absolutely, right. absolutely. And, and it doesn't matter if you lose a horde; no one cares because there's 40 <laughs> more to go. Right. It does not matter at all. And so we play it just like just like we play it. We don't put any magical artifacts. We don't put any upgrades. It's just pure vanilla Kings of War. No rule changes at all. The yep. only thing we do is. 
uh, the trees and the hills, we we will put them on a base, and we'll we want to use ten millimeter stuff. Yeah, you want to look like the right scale. Yeah. So the forest will be the same size forest we would use in twenty eight millimeter, the base, but the trees are smaller. Yes. It sounds crazy. And I thought Chris was a crazy person when he said it. Well, here's the thing that makes it not crazy in my mind. What makes it not crazy in my mind is when I have a cannon exactly. and, it, and it fires, what's, what's, what's the firing rate? 48 inches, man. 48 inches, right? It's so four feet, and that's probably more realistic for that scale. If I've got a cannon that is the size of my fist, it should be able to fire more than 48 inches. It should be like 96 inches. In like or, real life, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it never made, the math never made sense to me. So I, I, then I get a cannon that's the size of my thumb instead of the size of my fist, and it seems more realistic that that can fire Absolutely. 48 inches. Right? Absolutely. So uh, suddenly the battle seems more like it really would have. Absolutely. Have you been painting up any more 10 millimeter stuff? Or did you get everything painted and you're done? Yeah, so um, I do a lot of different games, and I'll tell you this. I'm not, like, super on top of the names of the factions in Kings, but um, I've got... Uh, I was telling a guy earlier today who was asking me about it. I, I've got about what would be the equivalent to about 25,000 yep. points. Of well, you board. had it all out the very first time we played. Yeah. You had the, the castle at the end of the table, yep. and we were going to town evil and against good, and like, this un- is the best. Versus yeah, it was like, oh, it was like, this is the great, this, this is the greatest thing in the world. <laughs> and so now. Todd Perkins has bought several armies, and yeah. we've got six, seven guys in the club, and we just, it's like the, the fun time, like, Kings of War can get serious, That's this isn't serious, we're just going to put a big, yeah. huge army, ridiculous, right, it's like six feet wide, it's like <laughs> a foot deep, and it's just man to man, there's more models you can never possibly want. Yeah, I think your, your imagination kind of goes a little wild, too, like, you go the six foot wide army in 28 millimeter, is maybe like a few hundred figs, and right? 20 units or something. Yeah. If you filled it in. Six foot wide and 10 millimeter. Huge. It's, it's, it's just your mind, you're just thinking, this is thousands of dudes, right? Yeah, yeah. And, and, and actually I've been really enjoying, I'm using the Warmaster range, the Warriors of Chaos range, for Varanger, but they don't make all the stuff. So mm-hmm. I've had to go and Eureka miniatures, get some yeah. some Gorgons. Pendraken, yep. 10 millimeter. Yeah, there's yeah. a lot of options out there, and I love the Minotaur and just... Just finding new things that kind of match. I think there's a there's a you might be able to f- still find them. Copplestone castings. Yep. Uh, did some ten millimeter stuff that looked like straight out of Lord of the Rings. Yeah, and they still make them. And actually, I think they're owned by oh North Star. North Star owns them. Yeah. Now. So you can buy them. And we've been talking about okay, this is great. But what about doing Lord of the Rings Battle of Five Armies in ten millimeters? Right. Using so Kings of War rules. Right. Right. And we've been thinking about that. And uh, that we're probably badass. crazy enough just to do it because. Uh, well, we're crazy enough to paint thousands right. of points of freaking. <laughs> I spend just as much time on these guys as I do my twenty. I mean, I, I'm, we're we're trying to like. Yeah, they look all, sharp, dude. I, I I'm a big fan, and, and you know, what? and if you're not a good painter, those are great to cut your teeth on. Because to be well, fair, the details there, but you don't I mean from the three foot rule, you just want the colors and the, the pageantry to come through. Right. You don't have to go to that detail. You can just. Paint now people, them. Now, when people see this, they're gonna bend down and look at. Well, it. I hope so, but. When you're actually playing and you're standing above the table, you're exactly right. You know, from the waist up, you're looking down three three feet away, yeah. and you're not seeing all. So those I have details. a clubmate. So I, I'm an okay painter, and I have a clubmate that always beats me in painting. <laughs> but he just did a crappy job. He just went, oh, I'm just gonna paint it real quick. So I painted my ten millimeter stuff like to the nines, so that every time we play, I can lord over him that my stuff's painted better than yeah. his. So I, uh, I did a. 
I probably did a 4,000 or 5,000 points worth of, uh, worth of Undead in one in Was one it the weekend. Tomb King stuff? Yeah, so I took the Tomb King stuff from Warmaster. I primed them all white, and I just basically washed them yeah. uh, different shades of, like, glowing green. Yeah, yeah, you get the ethereal look. It's great. Yeah, and so basically they... They, uh, man, it was so fast to get that done, and now I've got a whole army to play. That's, exactly, that's bigger and than probably what I would play on the table with a twenty-eight. Absolutely, and one of the things we do a lot with ten millimeter is we do things we wouldn't do in ten in the, the twenty-eight millimeter stuff. So, like, I'm probably never going to build a Varanger army, so do it in ten millimeter. Another guy's like, I want to do Indians, like mm-hmm. with elephants, yeah, historicals. He's never going to paint a twenty-eight millimeter army because it's you know that'd be a That'd be an expensive army. Yeah, an expensive and so he just said, went and ordered all the stuff, and he's got elephants and archers and all the crazy stuff that goes, and it's hilarious. Yes. When it's awesome. When your whole army can be mailed to you in like two Ziploc bags. Bam, and it's less than 100 bucks. <laughs> yeah. Like, okay. So we got dwarves, and, uh, and, and there's like 20 some armies in Kings of War, yeah. plus 30 more in historical. Pick an army you're not going to play in the in 28 millimeter, and just have fun with it. And yeah, find models. You don't have to buy the War Master stuff, Magister Militarum, and Eureka, and Pendraken, and Callistra, and right. There's uh, like once you go, but once you go down that slope, <laughs> be careful because you don't know if you'll come back out. It's really fun because there's so just so much to choose from, and 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 the terrain has gotten incredible. Oh yeah, I, I buy a bunch of stuff. I, I forget the name of the company, but. The war game company out of Minnesota that I think was here last year. Yes, they have just really like Timecast. I think maybe is the brand. Yeah, they're just really nice resin Tudor styled homes. Yep, in ten millimeter, and the detail is wow. It's like if you really want that feel that I'm looking at a battlefield. Yeah, and not a skirmish. Ten millimeter gets you there. And a lot of you know, there's some manufacturers for ten millimeter uh, uh, terrain, like houses and barns and stuff that are. They come pre-painted, easy to... Even better. Yeah, right? yeah. Super, and who, super easy. you had a castle that was 10 millimeter, right? Yeah. Who's that, that from? That did not come pre-painted. No, you had to paint it. <laughs> the, that but was, it was beautiful. Yeah, that's Magister Militum. It took me a long time to get it because it takes them... They're probably casting it to order. Yeah, yeah, because those are probably rare sales for them. It's rare sales to build to buy a castle for 28 millimeter. Yeah. I can't even imagine in 10 millimeter. 10 millimeter, an, yeah. An odd scale, right? Yeah. So, um, yeah, so I, I ordered that. Took a while for it to get to me, but when it got to me, man, the the walls of the castles they're about a foot long, and they've got towers at each end of them. And there's uh, there's one that's got a gatehouse on it, and the the sculpting essentially looks like old Forge World sculpting from yes. um, the Warmaster era, yep. right? Yep. And uh, so it's really good, really high quality. And it's made of this really durable plastic. Like, I could drop it on the ground, and it's just going to bounce. Right. It's not going to crack and break. So. so you may not know Kings of War has Siege now. In oh, Clash yeah, of Kings 2019, they, have, they added Siege rules back in. Wow. And their Siege rules actually work. They made it abstracted enough that you can move around the castle, and you play the game, and it doesn't... It, if you play a regular game or a Siege game, it takes the same amount of time. Yeah, so we need to... Uh, Get Magister Militum to pay uh, Cigar Box Battle some <laughs> some sort of royalty for promoting them here, but everybody everybody go out and buy a Magister Militum. Castle. Well, they're like I, I priced it out like the Goblin Armies. I mean, they, they make Ratkin. They make they oh make, yeah yeah yeah. They have so and then I saw the human stuff. I mean, mm-hmm. they got yeah. Be careful because you go down that slope, you're going to be there for a while. 
Yeah. Like, they have so much cool stuff. Yeah, and even if you even if you're slow to paint all of it, you know, just getting it on the table and playing with it, the first time you play with 10 millimeter, it's gonna be like a whole new world for you. And it's it's gonna be fun. And I would just really, really recommend, and I think Rob would too, that just use the Kings of War rules as they're written. Absolutely. The measurements as they're written. Just yep. make sure you're building your bases in a way where it seems intuitive for someone to understand that this is this is a regiment, this is a horde. Yep. You know. And just real quick, one Warmaster base is a troop, two is go. a regiment, and four is a horde. And we had Shogun miniatures make movement trays, so all of our stuff's magnetized to the movement tray. So he little metal trays that are bent up. Boom. Like people bling out their board game. Yeah. When you when you go to that level on ten millimeter, it's like oh this is so stupid it's awesome yeah i mean it's it's so crazy and once you uh once you play it it's it's just gonna seem <laughs> i just can't recommend it enough it's exactly you know so back to cigar box you have a, a kickstarter coming up in september yep. check the facebook page just yep. go to facebook and look for cigar box battles it'll come up you'll be posting as soon as you know when it's going live yeah so details are going to come out we're going to have some videos coming out on the facebook page be shared by and the, and the big thing is it's a double-sided mat again right yep but this yep. time you can get the winner mat which so is in the in the kickstarter uh like the main campaign explanation page part right you're gonna you're gonna just go to that watch the video start reading and there's going to be this long uh, long list of of images of the available designs that you can select from, and I think the last time I looked on there, there was like uh, 77 designs. And any two of them? Yeah, you just pick any two of them. Like if you order if you order two mats, you could pick any four of them, right? Yeah. And uh, basically, uh, after that, you're going to see uh, the the goals that are going to be unlockable new designs. And uh, hopefully there's just a lot there for you to choose from. Thanks for coming on, Chad. It's been good to chat with you. It's been a while. Yeah. And you guys a lot. And looking over, I'm just like looking over your mats. You guys have got a lot more mats. Every time I go to the website, there's like (laughs) 10 more designs. I'm like, I don't know how you, you must not sleep. Well, we... We have a lot more mats, but we want you guys to have a lot more mats. So. Absolutely. <laughs> so that's well, and the beautiful thing about these mats is they store pretty easily. One tub, you can put a dozen mats in. Yeah, we had a guy, uh, we had a, a customer in England tell us one time, and there was like, you know, I live in a, he said, I live in a small flat. I don't have a lot of room, and you guys, your products fold up so compactly that it, it gives me five or six different battlefield terrains to, to use. And it doesn't take up hardly any. And they're space lightweight. At all. And I guess in the UK, that's a big deal. They don't have the space that we have here, a lot of times. Right. Right. Uh, be it game stores in their homes, yeah, like large that, closets. Exactly. Or, you know. So, and, um, you're doing the Lord's work. I am. I am. <laughs> keep, you know, you can you can wrap up in these in winter, keep warm. Absolutely. You know, if you need a funny story, <laughs> uh, my wife's like, we're gonna put our Department 56 village out. I'm for like Christmas what? time. Yeah. So I'm like, well, I happen to have a mat for that. Let me go get my mat. And then we had a Halloween village. I'm like, well, actually, I have an autumn mat that would work just fine because it, you know, over the dining room table. And yeah, it, there you go. If you have a Christmas village, we've had people send us photos of uh, using them as like beach on the beach, <laughs> laying their, their kids or that's a mat. That's fantastic. Beach. Well, it's a. I mean, they're nice. You yeah. could do that. Yeah. Uh, people wrapping up in them in wintertime. That's awesome. People uh, holding them over themselves when they're going hunting. You see their rifle poking out. As <laughs> you say that, but there's some camouflage-ish patterns you got. Yeah, some. You, it would be hard to spot you if you were under a cigar box Absolutely. battle mat. 
<laughs> Chris, thanks for coming on. Really enjoyed talking to you again. It's been a while. Let's not make it several years before we do it again. Absolutely. Thanks, thanks. again, Rob. All right, bye. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time on Countercharge. Please let us know what you thought of the show by emailing us at counterchargepodcast at gmail.com, on Twitter at countercharge15. If you enjoy the show, you can help others find out about it by leaving positive reviews on iTunes. Until next time, keep countercharging. Music is a composition of Kevin McLeod and is licensed under Creative Commons. 